Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. As you can see, if you're watching any of my videos on YouTube, uh, or if you're watching this and you can see in the background all these instruments, music has been a huge part of my life. Uh, I like all kinds of music, but I'm, I'm, I really like punk rock music because it's fast. And I, as a teenager, I was a sponsored skateboarder and traveling around to contests and, and, and skating with my friends. I, always just, I, I just was always drawn to the fast type punk rock music and the grunge of the 90s. Um, uh, but I've grown to like all kinds of music over the years. I, I still skateboard. I still listen to punk rock music the most. It, it, it's what goes through. Uh, I, I'm, I constantly, uh, like almost all the time, have uh, uh, AirPods in my ears with music rolling through them when I'm at work and even when I'm at home, when I'm out, just out and about. I just, I, I just love listening to music because... Uh, there's just something special about music. Music, it just, it, it, there's a saying that I come up with a few years ago, and, and, and matter of fact, I, I actually uh, made a drawing to it uh, that says, Jesus saves the soul, but music soothes it. Jesus saves the soul, but music soothes it. And music really does soothe the soul, and there's actually... A biblical example of this found in 1 Samuel 16, verses 14 through 23, when Saul was king of Israel, and he got greedy, he got selfish, and and God says, you're no longer going to be uh, king over my people. I'm going to choose a new king, which turned out to be David. And, and what's unique about this situation is the king of Israel at the time, Saul, uh, he he was the spirit of the Lord was taken from him and God sent a tormenting spirit to torment Saul. And the thing is, Saul used David, his replacement, uh, to play a harp for him that would soothe that tormenting spirit. And, and when Saul had learned that David knew how to play the, Saul, uh, play the harp, uh, Saul sends to Jesse, uh, David's dad, and, and asks uh, Jesse if David could come and, and, and be his servant. And so Jesse sends David to Saul along with a young goat and a donkey, and he's loaded with bread and, 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 a wine, uh, and wineskins full of wine. And verse 21 says, So David went to Saul and began serving him, and Saul loved David very much, and David became his armor bearer. Uh, and then Saul sent word to Jesse asking, Please let David remain in my service, for I am very pleased with him. And then listen to what verse 23 says. And whenever the tormenting spirit from God troubled Saul, David would play the harp. And Saul would feel better, and the tormenting spirit would go away. So Saul basically hires David to play his harp whenever this tormenting spirit from God would come upon Saul and it would be just tormenting him and driving him nuts, David would come in and, and, and play his harp and that, 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 that music from the harp would just calm 
Saul down. It would calm his nerves. And, 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 and to me, that, that's what music does. I, I, I mean, like I said a while ago, I'm constantly listening to music and all kinds of music. I, I, I like the fast music. I, I, I like some old country. I don't really like the new country. Uh, I, I like the old rap. I, I, I like uh, oldies. I like rock. I like Celtic music. I, I like bluegrass music. You, you know, you can see my banjo and my mandolin in the video. Uh, I have acoustic guitars. I have electric guitars, bass guitars, drums. And, and I, I play all of these. I absolutely love music. And, and, but I don't know anybody, literally, I don't know anybody that plays a harp. Uh, a physical harp and I sure don't know anybody that would play a harp like David did but if you think about it a harp is basically a stringed instrument much like uh, this banjo or this mandolin or these guitars it, it, it's a stringed instrument it just has a whole uh, a lot more strings on it and so I figured that you know if, if I could learn to play the guitar if I could learn to play some instruments some stringed instruments then maybe if I could play music then I could help soothe someone's soul maybe I, I could help calm their nerves if you will and i've never played an instrument in my life when i was a teenager uh but i loved the music i was just so into skateboarding i just never even thought about playing an instrument um, then when i was 19 years old i was i was attending this church of about five or six hundred people in my hometown in west tennessee and uh, i noticed that the drummer would play during the worship service and then he would leave the service and there, there would there wouldn't be a drummer at the end of the service and and he was hardly if ever there on a wednesday night and so uh i just got to noticing this and then i also noticed that i was following his beat during the services and, and I, I looked at my mom i was 19 years old i said i think i could play those drums and i i've never sat behind a drum set in my life I've never had a lesson in my life. And so I, I just went out on faith and I, I went and bought this beautiful dark blue set of Pearl Exports, a five piece. And within one month and no lessons, there was no YouTube or anything like that back in, back in the day uh, when I was 19 years old. I'm 49, so that's what, 30 years ago. And, and so we didn't have anything like that to learn from. And, and, but I never had a lesson in one, one month. I went to the worship leader and I said, I, I think I can play the drums. Do you, do you mind if I uh, give it a try? And so he listened to me. And sure enough, the very next Sunday, I was playing in front of five to 600 people. And, and one Sunday night, the, the, the preacher comes out. I hadn't been playing very long, maybe a month or two. And the preacher comes out and he literally stops the service. And he calls me out. And he said, I literally, literally thought that it was, and I won't mention the drummer's name, but he said, I thought that's who it was on the drums, and I come out to see that it's, that it's Randy, that it was me. And he said this, and he told the church, he said, this guy has only been playing the drums for a month with no, for a month or two with no lessons. And so it, 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 it was just, it was so encouraging when that happened. And and, and, and 19 years old, and it, 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 it was really great. It was, it, it just, to be honest with you, it boosted my ego. And, and the thing is, it, 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 it just gave glory to God because I had never, ever sit behind a set of drums. I had never studied music. I, I still don't know how to read music to this day. And I'll mention that in just a second. But uh, I just hear it and I play it. And, and, and I've always given God the glory for that because he gave me the ability to play drums and 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 
I remember when that pastor uh, had been at that church for a long time and he decided to go on the road and be an evangelist and the new preacher came in and, and I just didn't gel very well with the, with the new preacher. And so uh, I started visiting other churches and I, I, I went to another church in another town and uh, some people that had already left the church I was attending were going there and, and this lady says, oh, look, pastor, we have a bass player. And I said, who's that? And, and they said, you, get on up there on stage and, 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 and play. And so I, I never picked up a, a guitar in my life. I spe- uh, specifically had never played bass before. It's, but I could keep the rhythm. But the problem is I didn't know, I didn't know what the strings were. I didn't know it was E-A-D-G. I, I, it was on a four-string bass. I had no idea. And I, I didn't know where any notes were. I didn't know anything. I just knew the rhythm, and so I could just imagine that poor worship leader that had to uh, tolerate me doing that. And so, uh, what what I ended up doing was I, I bought a, a cheap bass to learn on, and I took sticky notes in a hole puncher, and I cut out the the the, uh, the little sticky notes, and I wrote the 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 alphabet on there: A, B, C, D, E, F and G, and A, and then it starts back over. And I would stick these sticky notes on the on the, the the neck of the guitar and that's how i learned to sort of play bass you know i i, I never really got good I, I don't know the runs i could play uh basic stuff and i know like one run or or two um but but i can get the job done and that's how i learned to play and, and i tried to play acoustic guitar and it just never would flow and then uh youtube came out and, and and with the internet that's how old i am and how far i go back i can remember when all this started coming out and it was the old dial-up you know that made that funky noise it, yeah and, and and so i bought a little cheap acoustic guitar i think i paid 100 bucks for it and uh, uh and so i started learning off of youtube how to play some chords and with e minor c g and d and a capo which I don't use anymore, but uh, if you learn those four chords and you take a capo, you can play just about any song that you want, especially in a worship setting in these churches. You can play any song with just those four chords. And so I, I learned those four chords and, st- and I started learning guitar and I, I, I bought a, a, a cheap electric guitar from this guy uh, back when they, I guess they still have Craigslist. I don't know now, it's mostly Facebook Marketplace. But I contacted this guy, bought this cheap electric guitar, and my favorite band of all times, I guess, is Nirvana, as you can tell on my wall there. And and I I started watching YouTube videos of how to play Nirvana songs, and I, I started learning some of the Nirvana songs. And then I started playing at church, and and the poor worship leader we had at the time, she she's left us now, but she was there for four years. And, and I, I played drums for the longest time, but then I started, when I started playing guitar and, and, and we had other drummers, uh, I asked her if I could play guitar and she was kind and gracious enough and, 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 uh, to let me do that. And she knew that I was learning, so she was very patient uh, with me in, in, in learning. Um, and it, it was, it, at the beginning, it was really a nightmare. Um, I bought a $300 guitar from a, a pawn shop uh, acoustic guitar and Ibanez and I ended up uh, giving it away. It ha- re- actually had a real good sound and I actually uh, I, I, I bought a, a new model of that. This is it. This is the Ibanez. I paid I actually even paid three hundred dollars for this and this is a, a, a new one and 
And then later on, after I learned to play guitar, uh, I bought this. This is a Martin D18. This is uh, the newer version of what Andy Griffith used on the Andy Griffith Show. And it's also the newer version of what Kurt Cobain used on uh, MTV's Unplugged. He used the Martin D18, which is actually why I bought the Martin D18. But I, I, I love the sound. And, but here's the deal. There, there, there's a huge difference between a, a $300 guitar and that Martin I paid $2,500 for. That same guitar today after COVID is $4,000. If you if you go to any of the websites, it's it's four thousand dollars in plus taxes and and all that stuff. So it's really about forty five hundred dollars. So I said all that about music and and gave you a little bit about my background to say this: the Holy Spirit works in mysterious ways, and he and he works all times of the day and the night. He never stops working. And and I've woken up because I've preached in the past. Uh, I was a pastor for many years, uh, and I would wake up, my wife will, will tell you this, I, I, I would wake up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, all, just all times of the night, and at, at the time when you didn't have cell phones, we, I, I kept a, a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper on the nightstand beside the bed because these, these, a sermon would come to me, and I would just wake up, and I, and I would pin down some notes real fast, and then uh, you know the next day or a few days later, I would... I would uh, flesh out this sermon. Well, my daughter and I, uh, just last week, uh, and this is October uh, of 2021, we uh, wanted to go surfing and she was on fall break and so I, uh, she and I went to Myrtle Beach and, and to do some surfing and, it, and as we were going into Myrtle Beach, this, this sermon idea just started flooding my mind and, and I, I jot down some notes when we got to the uh, beach and and, and, and while we were there, I started fleshing out this sermon, and, and I, I want to share it with you, and it has something to do with guitars. And, and, and I want to share with you the four or five uh, ideas that I believe the Holy Spirit gave me as we were coming in to Myrtle Beach. And, and it, it, if you'll just listen, I believe it will change your life. I believe it, that God will absolutely take this sermon on a guitar and He will use it to change your life and, 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 and make your life uh, uh, an opportunity to be, uh, for Him to be glorified. And the first thing that I want to talk about is this. Cheap versus expensive guitars. Cheap guitars versus expensive guitars. Now, if, like I said, well, I, I, I showed you my Martin and I showed you my Ibanez. Uh, if, if, if I was to set them side by side, matter of fact, uh, my, my daughter has a cheap guitar in her room that looks just like my Martin. And I don't even, I think somebody gave it to me. I don't think I even bought that guitar. And if, if, if I was to take them and set them side by side, you, you wouldn't see any difference. But if, if I pick it up and started playing it, I, I'll, I'll just try it. Uh, this is the Ibanez. We'll see what it sounds like. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what it'll sound like on the, on the mic. Let me get a little close to the mic, and I'll just play for a second. I don't even know if it's in tune. It sounds like 
a, a, a little it's a toy guitar. It has a thin body. It's a smaller guitar. And then if if I take the Martin and I I strum a little bit on my Martin. It's just so much more of a, a rich sound. It just it, it's deeper. It has a, it has a thicker body. It it it, it it's, it's made of of a better wood. Um, it's just it, it's just a better quality. And and and, and what I want to say is, you know, you're looking at a three hundred dollar guitar versus a twenty five hundred dollar guitar. Or now, if you buy one the same guitar now, it's four thousand dollars. Uh, there, there's a huge difference in the quality. Uh, there's a huge difference in the sound. But here's the deal. Uh, the cheaper guitar is still a guitar. It can still be played. It can still be, uh, you can still take it and learn on. You can still take it and jam out on it. Uh, it's just that the quality is not as good. The wood is different. The hardware is, is cheap. Uh, it, it can break easily. Um, but it's still a, a guitar nonetheless. And here's the point I want to make. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 2, Paul says this, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are His dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered Himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. So in, in, in guitar terms, then, and for this sermon, Jesus would be the Martin, and we would be the cheaper guitar, the Ibanez, the the three, the $300 guitar. Because, <clears throat> let's just be real here. We want the real deal. If you're buying an instrument, I would say don't go for the cheap stuff. Go for the, go for the real deal. Buy, buy the good stuff. Uh, and it's going to cost you more money. But the, the, the sound quality is much better, and you, you're going to eventually get there anyway. So just buy it right off the bat because it, it, it just, it's just better. It's better quality. It's better wood. It's, it's just a better sound overall. When I first started playing with the Martin, uh, where, I, where I go to church at, at Partnership Christian Church in Maryville, Tennessee, just right off the bat, people were saying, what did you do different with your guitar? It just sounds so much better. I said I paid twenty five hundred dollars instead of three hundred dollars. That that's what I did. But we, Paul says that we are to imitate God in everything you do, and, and we want the real deal. And the real deal is Jesus. But guess what? Jesus ain't here. Jesus ain't coming back until later on. And when he comes back, it's it's all gonna be over with. It's gonna be too late. Judgment's gonna come, and he's gonna separate the sheep from the goats, and and it's gonna be too late. Jesus came 2,000 years ago, and he walked this earth for over 30 years, about 33, 33 and a half years. He died on a cross. He was put in a tomb, and he was resurrected. Forty days later, he ascends back up to the Father in heaven. He sits at the Father's right hand, and then 10 days later, he sends the promise of the Holy Spirit. And when he did that, he, he passed on the Holy Spirit. He, passed, he, he, he set up his kingdom, the church. And he put these 12 men that he had handpicked, besides Judas, because Judas has killed himself, and Matthias has taken his place by vote. And so that he still has these 12 disciples uh, 
that he has poured himself into for three to three and a half years, and they have taken over the reins. They are they are they they, they start this church in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit fell in Acts chapter two, and Peter preaches that sermon, and the and the people are pricking their heart, and they say, "Men and brethren, what shall we do?" And Peter says, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And this promise is unto you, your children, and all those that are far off. Well, those 12 men have long died. They, they've gone on, and, and their bodies are in the ground, and their souls are in heaven, awaiting for Jesus' resurrection. And, and, and so, we are those people who are far off. We are... We still come to Christ just like they had to do. Uh, he calls us. We answer the call. We're baptized. We're buried in the water of baptism. And we come up out of the water of new creation. We're filled with the same Holy Spirit that they had. And guess what? We are in charge of God's kingdom, the church. It's up to us. We, we, we may be... We, we may not be Jesus, we may not be the real deal, but we are the imitators. Now, we may not play you know, as crisp as Jesus, because you know what? We're sinners. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're not the real deal. The real deal lives in us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, God and His Son, Jesus, dwell in us. John chapter 14, through the power of the Holy Spirit, but we're not Jesus. He was the only one who never sinned. He was the only one who was perfect. That's why he was able to be our Passover lamb. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. He was the one who could die for our sins. And he did do that. But then he dwells in us. But guess what? Even though we're filled with the Holy Spirit, even though we are striving to walk with Christ on a daily basis, at least I hope we are, we still sin because people would use this as an excuse over and over again to you know to, to not come to church or not have anything to do with God. I don't want to go with all those hypocrites. I'm sure you've heard that been said many times. Maybe you've even said it yourself. I'm not going to church with all those hypocrites. Those people, they, they say one thing and live another way. Yes, because we're, we're human and, and we make bad choices. We do bad things. We still wrestle with things of this world. But that doesn't mean that Christ doesn't live within us. It doesn't mean that we're, that we're not trying to imitate God. Because we are. At least I hope we are. I hope that, that we are striving to be more and more like Jesus every single day. Which brings me... Uh, to one of my points that I want to make. Because here's the truth. You cannot imitate somebody that you do not know. That's what Paul says. Imitate God, therefore, in everything that you do because you are His dear children. Live a life filled with love following the example of Christ. Jesus was God in the flesh. And so Jesus walks this earth for three to three and a half years teaching and doing and, and, and he says the greatest commandment that I can give you is to love God first and then love your neighbor as yourself. Love and love. But how can we imitate Jesus if we don't know 
Jesus. So the question I want to ask you is this. Do people see Jesus when they're around you? Where are you leading people? You see, like, like the cheap imitation guitar. You may look the part. You may even look like an expensive guitar. You may have people fooled. But like the cheap guitar, when you're played, it just maybe you just don't sound as good. Your quality, it's just not there. When we inspect your life, you know they'll know. You know, is this is this cheap tuning nuts? Is is this a cheap crappy wood? Is this some cheap guitar? Is this some cheap Christian? I mean, it, 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 it's, this is supposed to be Jesus here on this earth. We're supposed to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. Am I seeing Jesus? When I inspect your life, when people look at your life, are they seeing Jesus? If not, why not? Could it be because you're not spending time in God's Word on a daily basis? Could it be because you're not spending time communicating with God in prayer? I mean, how many times a week do you pray? Or do you pray at all? How many times a day do you pray? How many minutes, how many hours do you spend in prayer? Time with God through prayer. I mean, that's a question that you have to answer. And so here's the thing. The more time we spend in God's Word, the more we get to know Jesus. And we can imitate Jesus, just like these imitators who impersonate Elvis and the Beatles and these other musicians and these athletes. The more and more time that we spend with Jesus, just like... The more and more I spent with my time that I spent with my wife, and I, I've gotten to know her, you know, and, and I'm still learning her. The more time that we spend with Jesus, the more we know Jesus, and the more that we know Jesus, the better we can imitate Jesus. And in our world today, that's exactly what people need. That's Jesus. So my challenge, my, uh, what I'm begging for you to do is to spend time with Jesus. Get in the Word. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and learn all you can about Jesus. And when you, when you draw close to God and He draws close to you and you're learning to know Jesus better and you're learning to imitate Jesus better, Share Jesus. Show people Jesus. And give them the opportunity to know Jesus so that they too can be on their way to heaven. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, you've never been baptized for the remission of your sins, I pray that you make that decision today to give your life to Christ. And if you know Christ, then I pray that this sermon, and this is just part one, I've got three or four more parts to do, so I hope that you'll listen to the others. But if you already know Jesus, I pray that your relationship will grow stronger with Jesus and you will spend more time getting to know Jesus and that you would be the imitator of Jesus that people can see, that people can go to, to find hope. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com.
If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.